why did you put your home buying search on hold? Is it because interest rates went up? Well, you and probably hundreds of thousands of other people did the exact same thing. So what do you think is going to happen when interest rates go down? You're not the only one with the master plan to jump back off the sidelines and into the housing market. Everyone else will probably do the same thing too. That's why Barbara Corcoran, my favorite shark in New York, real estate mogul, she's got a crazy story. You should check it out. Thinks that home price will go to the moon once interest rates start to go down. I think she's been listening to the show because that's what I've been saying for a while, but maybe it'll sound better coming from her. But I'm also going to back it up with charts and data. So let's check those out right now. Welcome back to House Rich, the first time home buy show where we help millennials figure out how in the world do I buy my first home. Today we're sharking, sharking or talking Barbara Corkin, these sharks thoughts on where the real estate market may go. But let's start it off with a quote. Sellers don't want to move from their apartments or their home because they don't want to take on higher interest rates. And buyers are too afraid because they're getting less house for their money. So you have a standoff. But things are changing. The minute those interest rates go down, all hell is going to break loose and price is going to go through the roof, she says. But sellers are staying put, but they're not going to stay put when interest rates go down two points. Now, let me stop Barbara there. Interest rates are not dropping two points. Maybe she's engaging hyperbole or maybe she hasn't really been in the market that much though where rates go. If rates were to change 2% like in a month or month, or so time frame yes the real estate will probably literally go to the moon like housing would jump on a rocket ship and go to the moon more likely than not like rates may go down like a quarter or half of a point over like uh maybe like a four to six month time frame so the federal reserve is actually meeting on june 13th and 14th to hopefully stop raising rates if you're unaware they've raised the cost of borrowed money the benchmark rate i think like the last nine times so this time they meet it's speculated that they'll probably do nothing, which will be a huge win in the market. And they may encourage some folks to uh, hop off the sideline just based on the fact that they're no longer raising interest rates. But this two-point jump or dive is not a real thing. Sorry about that one, Barbara. So here we go. So it's going to be a signal for everybody to come back and buy like crazy. The house price will likely go up by 20%. We could have a pre-COVID market all over again. To me, that's a little bit hyperbolic. I mean, a 20% jump is crazy. And then a COVID market is kind of crazy. The reason the COVID market happened was because the Federal Reserve artificially lowered the cost of bar money to save the economy due to COVID. Like, I don't see any scenario where we get back to COVID prices. Eh, maybe Russia will uh, launch a nuke or something. In that scenario, maybe uh, we'll get back to COVID prices. But uh, we don't want to see those, right? So here's just some of the basics when it comes to how home prices work is basic supply and demand. So if you go back to your scenario, like you're waiting on the sideline for home prices to, to go down because due to higher interest rates, you are less likely to buy homes, so the demand is lower. And so when rates go up, home prices typically go down. When rates go down, home prices typically go up. So we can look at a couple charts here. One, the first chart I'm gonna look at is a 30-year interest rate chart you just kind of see interest rates kind of go they go up and down they go up and down but if you look at really where the home price chart goes it's kind of like an inverse correlation to that but they go up and down up and down but they never like come all the way back down so like when when interest rates go down home prices go up when they go up it comes down a little bit 
but they never actually bottom back out where they started, even though rates may go back down to where they start. And that's because of inflation, right? So the cost uh, or the value of money goes decreases. So home values increase as well. And I'm going to zoom in a little bit more. If we look like the last five years, you can kind of see a little bit better the inverse relationship between interest rates and home prices. The data trails a little bit. So like when interest rates go up, home prices will still be going up a little bit. And then like a month or two later, that data trails and you kind of see the reaction there. And why is that? It's because people mostly finance homes. So like if I go into contract for a home on January 1st uh, and then rates go up on January 2nd, I'm still under contract on that home. It's going to take me another 30 days to close on the property. So rates changing like after I'm under contract on a home are neither here nor there to me. If I haven't locked in my rate, it, it may suck, but I'm not going to like back out of the home buying process because like rates went up and I found like my dream home, which I may have been shopping like two, three months for. Uh, just because something happened with rates. And it's kind of the same thing even for people that aren't under contract, right? It's like, hey, I put all this time and effort into this home search. I've been going, you know, up and down all around Dallas, uh, Frisco, Plano, McKinney. And I finally found this home. Hey, boom, right, right, actually in the city of Dallas. Funny enough, where we're looking <laughs> to begin all along. And, or I've narrowed down my search to maybe a couple buildings for condos, right? I'm not going to be like, oh, no, uh, let me just hop back onto the bench and stop looking for homes. I'm going to continue looking for homes. So that's what happens with your normal human being. And so I'm going to get into the basic supply and demand chart in a second. But one important component of the supply and demand chart is supply, right? So as you can see, I'm a realtor in Dallas and would love to help you reach your goals of home ownership. So click the link in the description and just schedule a call no matter where you are on your journey. Not in Dallas, no worries. I can help connect you with a vetted realtor in your local jurisdiction as well. And feel free to share with friends, family, and folks. Everyone gets left. I hear this chart from the last six years, basically, or five years, six years, five years. It's basically how housing inventory has been looking. As you can see, housing inventory is going down. So when there's less supply, and the demand, even if it stays the same, or if the demand may go down a little bit, home prices are still going to kind of stay up because there's a scarcity there, right? So now, if a home is listed for $300,000 and there's no one that makes an offer on the home, the market's saying the home is not worth $300,000. If there's one person that makes an offer and says, hey, $300,000, the market's saying, okay, $300,000. Now, if two people offer $300,000 for a home, the market may be saying it's worth a little bit more because now... You do, hey, what's your best and final offer? And if one person says 304 and one person says 308, now in the market it says that home is worth $308,000. And that's essentially kind of how home prices go. So supply is, or supply is still at a like historically low number. Now let's check out a chart that compares median home prices to median days on the market. As the days on the market go down, that's an indication of the lack of supply the home prices go up. Because think about it, realtors look at data. So like, if you're looking to put a seller's home on the market and you see the home on the same block was on the market for $400,000 and it sold in seven days, you're like, huh, there's a pretty high demand for this home. So I'm going to put this home on the market for four fifteen, dollars right? And that home goes in seven days. Now the next realtor's like, man, the demand for this home or this neighborhood, this area is crazy. I'm going to put it for my, this next home. For some reason, everyone in the same block is selling, maybe because prices are going crazy. But I'm going to put this home in the market for 440. Okay, and it may sit for 14 days, 21 days, or something like that. But we're going to let the market kind of dictate 
um, the price of this home. If it's selling like in less than 30 days at these still elevated prices, that's a good sign that there's a high demand for the product. But just looking at your basic supply and demand chart in general, right? Let's go back to Econ 101. As demand increases, prices increase. Demand increases, prices increase. Let's take this scenario with a bottle of water. So you walk into your local grocery store, there's a di all different price points of water, right? You probably can get a, a 12 pack for like $5, I guess. I don't know, I don't buy water in the grocery store, but let's say you can get a 12 pack for $5 because there's a lot of options and you're probably not in dire straits if you're going grocery shopping for water because you just left your house where there's probably a, a faucet, right? But now let's say you're out and about and you stop by a 7-Eleven and you may see a bottle of water for like, now it's $1.50 or $2 for that bottle of water because the, the, your demand is a little bit higher for that water, right? You're maybe thirsty in the car, you're out and about, and there's not a lot of water just on the side of the of the street, right? And so that demand is higher, so that bottle of water is a little bit more. But you still do have other options. You got a Slurpee, you got uh, soda, you got a bunch of options, right? And you got the gas station maybe across the street. Now you go to the movie theater, right? That bottle of water now is $4.99 for some reason because the only show in town pun intended, is that movie theater water. So now, for some reason, you're, I guess you're, you're John Wick, right? You're, you're walking in the middle of the desert trying to find uh, the high table, right? Now you are thirsty, you're falling down, you're falling off your camel or your horse, right? And you see a, literally a desert oasis. And the guy's like, well, yeah, we got this water here, but um, I'm gonna have to charge you $1,000 to get a sip of this, of, this, uh, of this water. The demand is very, very high. The supply is, basically none so you probably pay a thousand dollars for that sip of water because you basically you're basically paying for your life in that scenario that's kind of how supply and demand works in a nutshell right so that's why when interest rates go down folks jump off the market the demand goes up supply is relatively the same or as we've seen it's historically low and then home prices go up so it's kind of pick your poison right you can buy a home now in a potentially depressed market and maybe get a higher rate and possibly refinance in the future. Or you can wait till all your friends, family, foes, and uh, everyone in between hops off the sideline and uh, joins you in that market. Remember 2020, 2021, right? That's what happened in a very, very extreme scenario. So that's what I got. Buy land. Rumor has it they're not making any more of it.